Hey guys, for the extra Sunday content, as well as bonus weekly content on top of that, go to our Patreon link in the description and find the Black Kluge tier or higher and subscribe. Did it surprise you Allison got me married as quickly as she did? Yes, I did. Did that bother you? No. I was happy for her, but I was, I was a little surprised. He was saying goodbye to me, and he leaned in for a kiss, and I smiled so big that he literally kissed my teeth. So I have admitted that uh, so, so I almost had a homosexual experience when I was young. Yes. Some guy came on. Some guy came on to me. And it was really wonderful, actually. But my mother would never tolerate me being gay. You know <laughs> I what see. I, mean? I got a guy now who's finding out the real names of the occupations of what the people do who bully me. Oh really? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a fighter, so. Uh, you know, it's just interesting when people have their kids on the air. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if a kid was a fuck-up, you just keep them quiet. I put my kids on the air more, but they, they want no part of it. We do another contract here, but let's do a three-hour show. What? We should be done right now. Well, you're having this negotiation with me. That's the only problem. Well, who am I supposed to negotiate with? Fred? <laughs> tell, that fucking, tell, that fat, uh, tell that fat fucking cunt Robin to shut the fuck up. She can't stop mentioning that other fat cunt Butler. They're both fat cunts. They need to die in the I once saw my mother come out of the shower. It traumatized me. Yeah, I can imagine. It's she she like you. She had so oh. Sorry, I had that just that just slipped out. Was you getting getting into music and guitar and all that stuff? Was that some kind of therapy because you didn't have your father? Listen, there are people who are at a job too long. They 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 are, they're not into it. They can't admit it to themselves. A picture of you and her looks like a kidnapping. It's ridiculous. Oh, this is ridiculous. I was going to look for a Nikki Hilton. Wait, you, you see, those good-looking rich, rich girls, they don't go for a guy like me because they don't need my money. Recipe for a perfect date night? Home, dinner, glass of wine, and bed. Right? What you said? Definitely a bottle of wine. I said earlier I thought it was kind of weird. Jerry still dyes his hair. Like, you know, when your head becomes that big, and, you know, whatever. You've got a little tuft of hair. You'd think the vanity would go out the window, but no. I do have uh, issues about people leaving. I want to control everyone in my atmosphere. I want, I am a puppet master, and I want everyone to be a puppet. But then we had our sex. We went, we went, we went right yeah. into this, like, even better. Now, was it different? It was great because when he was on top of me, I had my hands sticking up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And she had a very hard orgasm from that. Because I'm, 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 I drive into Manhattan every day and I listen to it, okay? And if you cut out the bitching, it probably would be about an hour of booking. <laughs> You're right. Do you want to know something? Okay. Can I tell? And it and it was like the same date. Yep. I I find his language so weird too. When I reel someone in, I never miss an opportunity. <laughs> I like. Do you think like that when you meet somebody? Like, <laughs> well, them? There, like well, right, nowadays like, there is a dating app. What's it called? Plenty of fish. All right. I don't well. Know. I guess it's a guy say like it's I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's like for, for women specifically. I'm not hundred percent sure. I know my one of my one of my friends Jake. uses it. <laughs> she calls it plenty of dick. My gay best friend Jake, I mean the gay world is way more active in these social media like hookup sites and then you never right. see him again. Okay. Uh he goes on this one, I think it's called there's Tinder and then there's uh, uh fuck. Grinders for the for the Grinder. Thank yeah. you. Grinder. Yeah. And 
he gets lit up and it's like all the people by you that are willing to do it. And some of these people I know in my neighborhood who are like married guys. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, you'd be so surprised. I go, I am surprised. Yeah. I see this person. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying like who uses these terms when they meet someone they like, like I'm going to reel them in. I don't miss an opportunity. It just sounds so like predatory credit predatory like i've never said that about a person like but, i'm reeling them in i'm not gonna fuck up this opportunity like what do you oh it just seems weird to me but you guys said during the layla episode if he would have just admitted that that was what he was doing then it would have came off better than him feigning yeah. this oh i'm your friend oh i just thought you were cool God. so I think because I think that because I you were he, cool, man, I thought you were my friend. So I think like he's admitting this now because he realized in hindsight from the Layla experience, it came off really bad that he didn't admit exactly what he did. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so I dragged out of him. Thank God right. for stuttering John and Gary. So I think from that experience, he realized, OK, I just have to say, yeah, of course I did this. This is how I reel him in. Because from that previous experience, him denying it and pretending he's some cool kid, you know, asking her over <laughs> to, like, look at some fucking VCRs and shit, yeah. that that didn't work out so well. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just more so on a less deeper level. Like, I don't describe meeting someone as reeling them in or capitalizing on an opportunity. It just seems very weird to me in, in Greek, general in greek the term for the the guys that basically in the in the in the you know every summer all these you know hot english wenches you know or not so hot maybe but they're desperate and they go to the greek islands and they get nailed by local guys and those guys call them they call themselves gamakia and the gamaki is the spear that you use to get the fish in the ocean <laughs> so that's what they call themselves and um it, it's it's sexist. It's extremely like, you know, like a Cro-Magnon type of th- way of thinking. But it, you know, at least it's honest and the and funny, I guess. But you're right. There is there's definitely that that level of, well, you know, when I cast my fucking net out uh, and, uh, you know, I catch a flounder, I never let that go. Right. It, it's it's what? again, it, it, more recently, that whole I invested a lot of money in you this more recently right. there's always these terms of ownership or yeah, subjugation right. like power right. yeah. constantly you know like what do you want to do mount her over the fireplace yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's very much like that and it also contrasts in the way she was previously describing this as some sort of organic special nuanced howard so no he was trying to reel you in you're a fish you're a fucking goldfish. You're a yeah. bass. <laughs> she's she's a she's a horse, not a stag. She's not going over, going over any fireplace. Although she might jump into the fireplace pretty soon if this continues. It's stalag fucking squabble lane. I'm so, actually worried she might die from malnutrition after those pictures. I'm not even joking with you. I, by the I, way, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not laughing about it either. I think it's it's incredibly uh, possible that she's gonna just keel, she'll just not wake up one day. Yeah, there's the malnutrition thing is a real thing. And there are people, hello, Karen Carpenter, you die of your, your heart, anorexia. Your heart, your heart they gives can, out. You cannot keep putting your body in this malnourished state for such prolonged periods of time. 
Yeah. And did you see on Instagram, she, what we were talking about guys, and this won't be a video, so you won't see it, but I'll see if I can add it to the, uh, the, as an upload, a backless dress or mostly backless dress. And it shows her like, like the, it looks like almost like you see the end of an interrogation video and you see the bruises on someone's back. There's no bruises, but you see bony protrusions and it's not sexy. It's not a healthy looking body whatsoever. Is that the one where she's in New York? Yeah. Black dress. Okay. What was that? Why was there? I don't know. Was she going somewhere? Was she with people? Were they just Uh, taking a photo to like trick me that she's going out? Like, it's just a photo of her and like yeah. outside and almost like a hallway. Like I, it was really weird. Well, there's always the space time continuum with her Instagram where you, when you don't know if it's present or if it happened months ago, years ago, you're just years not sure. Exactly. I mean, she does, she does that all the time, but I will say when you said that it made you think of that, I thought of, I remember watching footage on YouTube of when they, the Nazi camps, the Americans came in and liberated. they made they they liberated them, and then they made the people in the towns nearby go through and see the horror show. And then yep. you see these, you know, Jewish people coming out of the bunkers or out of the train cars, whoever was left, and these these profiles of starvation. Yeah, and that mm. so reminded me when I saw her back of similar images, and I was like, "This is not normal at no, all." It's not. And <clears throat> she's and it's it's it, it gets into like a multi layer. Like we're not, we don't have time to get into it now, but one day we will probably do a, like a bulimia type, like Beth's health <laughs> episode. Because how many times have they talked about she doesn't shit? She hasn't shit in a month. Right. But, but, Which she'd be dead if that were really true. We know he's exaggerating, but I'm sure she goes literally a week between shits. I think she's Bob, not I got enough. Sure. No. Yeah. Bob, but I have to ask you, though, we see the back in that, that image and then we see the collarbone. Yeah. And she the phone, which really highlights how sickening and malnourished she is. I mean, more so than any other uh-huh. position. She actually highlights this and posts this. What is that saying? Because I would never post a picture of myself like that if nope. I looked that emaciated. So well, she, what is she saying? I don't mean to cut in there, but I'm going to. Sorry, I'm, I guess I'm being an asshole. But um, she, I, in my opinion, she's she believes she looks good. The illusion is Howard wants me to be super thin. This is my way of showing him I'm keeping up my end of the bargain by looking like Karen Carpenter with these fucking clavicles. Like I said, they look like a bento box and it's it's sickening. But that's what and, and also bulimics and anorexics, they do have that self-image that's inc- completely skewed towards the thin. So the thinner, the better. Mm-hmm. There is no bad look in this situation. We as normal looking, well, I mean, average looking, normal looking, good looking, bad, you know, me, you know, the way we look, our bodies look normal. You don't go, you don't look at any of any three of us. You look at it and you go, yeah, that's a guy. That's a girl. That's another guy with no hair. Big deal. But you look at someone like that and you go, Jesus Christ. Oh, you're going to be so surprised when I flash my dick at the end of the episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So yeah, I, mean, I would, be would be surprised by that. But yeah, I I think like I've said before, you know, 
when we first started the MPD episodes, like at that time, I was the, the way that I am, like, I really like to immerse myself into different whatever it is, rabbit holes. Right. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why I've tried to get away from it a little bit is because it's it's not fun to be immersed in that world, you know, like even when you really learn about true psychopathy or other cluster B personalities, like it's such a destructive thing, right? Especially when you're reading about people's firsthand, firsthand accounts. But one thing I will say that I seem to, to really see a lot was that narcissistic personality people believe that beauty is defined by your level of thinness. This was a theme I saw very frequently. Okay. And a lot of spouses were forced into losing weight through bulimia. The, the, I mean, just all types of horrible shit that you would read about. But that seemed to be a pretty common denominator that their standard of beauty was based off of how thin you can be rather than health or any of the other normal things that you would look at. Right. It always seemed to be this theme of thinness and they would really be abusive towards their spouses to get thinner and to remain thinner. Do, do you think because being that thin and also trying to combat age doesn't really go mm-hmm. well together because no. the more emaciated she looks, the more old I think it makes her look. Well, she's going to get close to tan mom's territory. Right. So I'm wondering, like, how do those images compete? And then she so do you think she's posting this stuff because Howard definitely has trained her to that's that's what I like that skinny. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, look at how he is. How much does this oh guy project about everything? There's nothing he doesn't project about. So if he's that self-conscious about his weight, what do you think he does to her? He I mean, he has, a, he has a diet. When I, you hear him talk about food, he has a diet of a starving squirrel. It's bad. Yeah. Yep. Perhaps perhaps you'd like to see my (laughs) reel. He wasn't loud and obnoxious. He was very quiet, and I ended up going up and talking to him, and he was just the most gentle, sweet man I've ever talked to. Damn. It was a surprise. And the more I talked Yeah, I didn't fart on her. (laughs) The more I just wanted him to never leave. He's the perfect man. I'm telling you. Ladies, he's a limp dick, lip wrist, fucking, like... Just beta cuck, you know, that's and that's perfect, man. This is like an infomercial, guys. The other thing is what I'm telling you, he wrote this fucking thing. He read it the night before and he was moonwalking. I'm going to kill him tomorrow. I'm the perfect man. She just that this is like, you know, Anna Nicole Smith promoting that diet pill. It's crazy. It sounds like per- she's she, reading from. It sounds like she's reading from Hooker Handbook. The perfect man, and he's not even going. Oh my God, she wrote that. That's what I'm saying. If it was real, he'd be like, Oh my God, I got to talk to her. She wrote that. 
He's like, yeah, ladies, listen up. He's like trying to make a joke out of it, but he's yeah. like realizing, oh, I fucked up here. Like, <laughs> people are laughing at this it shit. It sounds like a Joe Francis Girls Gone Wild infomercial back in the day. See the hottest co-eds in the most beautiful, perfect tits. Like, you know, he's, the way that yep. they used he's to do those, comedian. like, long... Yeah. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's a perfect man. This guy <laughs> is the perfect man? Are you fucking for real? Juxtapose that with the clips of Sal going on the street and asking women to look at Howard's picture. That was my fave. The other one goes, Sal isn't that, is that Imus? <laughs> Remember what was that one woman with the ac- accent and what did she say? She goes, no, he's horrible. He's horrible. horrible. Yeah. She goes, uh-huh. just, I can't get him away from me. <laughs> one woman was just straight up traumatized. Oh, <laughs> it was like looking at a murder scene or a car accident. <laughs> Howard should have been included in the in the question he asked Miss Andrea, Miss Howard Stern, the first one, Andrea. I, I don't know if they're that. Yeah, the, the one. Miss Howard Stern, the, the the with the high voice, and uh, he started comparing like people in the studio, and he asked her who's the least repellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's perfect. Thinking. Yeah. Listen to what the girl's saying. I'm the perfect man. Oh my goodness! You I can't believe it, right? It. They, even the rip, the person yeah. doing the interview goes, "Really?" <laughs> you could, Robin. Why? We can't believe it. And this reminds me of the Ablo thing where he kept saying, yeah, we don't fight. We don't. Yeah, fight. we're perfect. <laughs> you know, it was so it was it, it, it was took a, a minute stri- to get into. He puts his thing on the carpet. <laughs> but it was this like drill, like these yeah. mantras that had to be constantly put in her head and his head. We're yeah. perfect. We don't fight. He's amazing. He's a comic. He's an actor. He's a genius. I'm so and on impressed. The other, and on the other side, she's a polyglot. She uh, she doesn't shit. She's beautiful. She's a supermodel. She's hot. She works. She's an earner. All these things that oh, are complete yes. bullshit. <laughs> yeah. What else do you want to toss in? You've been to the moon. Uh, right. Physiologist. <laughs> Split the atom. <laughs> <laughs> I cured, I, cured, I cured polio. Is it so hard for you to believe that I'm the perfect man? Oh, please. I know oh. you. There must oh, be you're in love with me, too. About him. I love you, big, but I love your imperfections. Mike, you're on the air. Robin, yeah. one, one thing I want you to hear is a blast from the past. If I had a 20-year-old girlfriend, this girl would have meals on the table for me every night, would worship everything I said. Is that true, Howard? Absolutely. Yes. Listen to this article. That's right, see? Now, Robin, yeah. why don't you just confess that you love Howard and you can't stand him to be with Beth? I love that he's with Beth. If that makes him happy, that's how much I love Howard. For? You got this sadistic giggle through the whole situation. Oh, funny. please. This is hysterical. This just came to me. Bob won't agree with this because he doesn't believe Howard's gay. But, Fillmore, if Robin knew, which we've always said she did. Mm-hmm. Doesn't this make so much more sense in the way she's reading this back? Yeah. As some sort of. Like it's a mock. It's just complete mockery. She's doing what we do. A thousand percent. She's reading it exactly like if you and I were to be on the show and we're doing this for the first time and reading this article and this just came out. Yeah. I think that there's some sort of 
subconscious or conscious knowledge that he's not straight. And so she's reading this fantasy piece in the way that we would read it because we know the truth. Well, I mean, well, she knows. She, yeah, she knows Howard's a nightmare. What are you talking about? The perfect man. And like, who well, on the that fuck level. wouldn't laugh at that? Well, I agree with that level, but in terms of the is, in, in terms of the whole coxmanship, like yeah. oh he's a good this he's that talking him up like he's fucking a young Robert Redford, uh, when he's actually more like a, a California redwood, and I think that if you if you go like it, yeah it, it it adds an extra dimension for sure Sam if you follow that narrative yeah I think so. Um, like she, I, for, he's, a, for, he's good with women, me, although I have seen him with a dick in his mouth before. Right. For me, you know, that it's almost like how it reminds me about how Jada Pinkett Smith describes Will Smith when you oh, yeah. know some fuckery with other dudes went down. I mean, it's oh, yeah. all over the place that he fucks dudes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she gives this same sort of disingenuous, rosy picture when she speaks of him. Like he's some sort of sun god or something. It's ridiculous. It doesn't. <laughs> she's doesn't over. She. I would say. I wouldn't say she's overselling, but it's 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 one of those things where the guys like the guys signing the the deal for the fucking new car, and you're still telling him about all the fucking features. You're even having him on the show and talking to him in his face and saying, I slept with another guy and calling it a, what did she call it? She called it a entanglement. I mean, what? <laughs> entanglement. That's what we, that's what we call it. Okay. Fair it's like enough. a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. That Bob's yeah, Bob used Disney more recently. He's been using the whole Disney as a, as the, um, uh, the go-to uh, reference for how they view yeah. their little love story. Well, it's true. Yeah, the fairy. Yeah, Tinkerbell, the Howie Doss, Fairy Doss, same same parallels there, man. And everybody hates mothers in Disney. Now I'm, pi- now I'm picturing <laughs> Mr. Roper, <laughs> Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you guys? Hey guys, don't you think this is good for me? I mean, like it makes it seem like I'm Listen, a good guy. Your resume. Man. Yeah. Look, many, in fact, it... go Listen, ahead. Listen, this is what I'm saying. He's confused. Don't, don't you, you guys, guys think this is good? Right. Don't you? I wrote this. Shouldn't this be on my dust jacket of my next book? Well, yeah. I'm a more agreeing with Bob now that he read the resume in print <laughs> and did not. You know, you know, when you like because I'm an English major, I was always trained in my head. I will write something, but I have to read it out loud back to myself in oh, yeah. order mm-hmm. to get the desired results of what I'm trying to convey. Oh yeah. So Howard didn't do that. (laughs) Clearly. Well, he's, he's a total 79 though. Like he also didn't have the presence of the, the, the the presence of mind as a normal human being. Cause he's not normal. He's completely the opposite of normal. And he looked at it and go, what would I like to read about someone? If I was reading about them, like if I wanted to create the idealized version of something, but you can't if you're that if you're that detached from reality, then none of this will make sense to uh, the average yep. person, like you, me, and Sa- you, me, and uh, and Bob, because 
normal people will say, well, I got a belly, uh, my fucking, my, my, my legs are too short or my, you know, my, my, I got, I got this fucking awful blemish on my, my, you know, my neck, something, you know, whatever imperfection, because people are human. It's what makes people more endearing. People say self-deprecation. There's, you can get too much of that. I agree. But in this case, I mean, if, you know, this sci-fi novel that she's put together, the same yeah. way I'll put her book See, together. No, no, let, give me a second. Give me a second. The, the problem is, like, Sam, what you're saying is you're like, normally when you write something out, you go, okay, do you see the point I was doing? So blah, blah, blah. This yeah. is my point here. The, the problem with when Howard wrote this is that he was talking to the mirror instead yes. of somebody else, right? Right. Because if you're like, if Sam, if you submit this to me and and you're talking about whoever your husband or or about you, I'd be like right. Sam, what the fuck is this? What do you the perfect man or you're like he in his mind he doesn't talk to other people. He was talking to himself and he's like, right. man, I killed That's it a, with this. Like That's a good point because you're right. When I read things back to myself that I write I'm, I'm listening. What are, the, I'm what are other people for, hearing? I'm and I'm listening to sentence structure, grammatical errors. I'm listening to how can I tighten this up or shorten this or expound on this. You know, I have an idea, but I but I'm basically working with the same premise. He is reading this, and he's believe he didn't think that if somebody said he's the perfect man, I'm a comedian, I'm an actor, that this. The, the whole context is a lie. Yeah. Listen, they they <clears throat> this is how these levels of show business work. There's no way that could go out to FHM before Howard saw it, before his agent saw right. it. But they don't do that. They don't let some some bimbo go out and be a mouthpiece for your relationship. They see everything, right. everything. If there's ever a verse that's sung on an on a single that's going to come out, it's heard before it comes out. And right. on top of that, they'll usually pick who's going to write it and sing it. So they for sure saw this before it made the presses. There's no way they didn't see this. Sam, would you say offhand, like just not, just slightly off topic, would you say that Robin, when she wrote her book and had to vet it, of course, do you think she, she, she put a directive to Judith Regan and said, look, Correct the grammar. If, if there's any grammatical problems, I don't mind that being edited. But I want you to put this out as is. That's my directive. <laughs> well, as a publisher, I'm sure that you always have to worry about being sued. So I'm sure that Robin got some guarantee from her family that I will take care of you for the rest of my life if you mm -hmm. let me put out this book. Oh, I'm 100 percent on board with that. But I'm saying mm -hmm. like she she did a Howard thing and she wrote this and read it to herself and said this. I sound great in this, even though she doesn't have the the she just is blinded by narcissism and can't see that it made her look the exact opposite of great. Right. And I think Judith probably had to prompt her in some aspects to kind of write other things down too, along oh, with sure. this whole egomaniac book. Of I course. do. I do. I do think she yeah. probably read it and said, listen, you gotta, you gotta cut in some things here that make you sound less like a fucking maniac because this is, this is insane. And you also have to add a molestation angle or something because you're, you're completely unsympathetic. 
That's right. Yes. That Very shit is dark. So that, dark. I've been I've been listening to the episodes. Oh, that man, is some Robin. dark, dark stuff, man. Like what, she what, puts what, it in a context that makes it normal, and you're like sitting there, and you're like, this is not even close to normal. Like this is demented shit, straight she, up. Or she just keeps doing wrong things, and upset about the consequence of these wrong things. Mm -hmm. But then I think she had to add in the molestation tie to make all these wrong things seem okay because they stemmed from this trauma. Yeah, this so-called trauma. Because if you didn't have the molestation, you would just have an asshole that's basically fucking up all throughout (laughs) life and not doing what she's supposed to be doing. It's well, you still have the asshole. You still have the asshole, but you're expected to go. Yeah, but she was. You know, it's supposed to be the big whiteout. You're supposed to go. Yeah, right. but she was molested, so f- you know, fuck it. She's fine. That's a pass to be an asshole for the next seventy years. And um, and uh, by the way, I can also stop therapy. It wasn't helping me, and you know, you know, it, it's fine. The, the other thing too with her in race, it's you're supposed to not. She's supposed to be presenting this image, and she does that. Despite being black, look at everything I achieved, but mm-hmm. then also sympathize with me because I'm black. It's mm-hmm. like, which, what, what do you want here? <laughs> you know what? You know, yeah. you know, my yeah, favorite thing from the recent episodes is she would, you said, or she would say on the show, she would get a bodyguard and go down in the street and fucking <laughs> yeah, and run scream. her mouth and catch beef with people. <laughs> like, are you insane? What are you? Sam said, imagine you would get shot where I, I, I am doing that. Like, it's not exaggeration. You will be shot in the face. Why would you ever? Why do you feel I, the need to do that? She grabbed a bodyguard and said, all right, let's head out. I'm going to fucking run my mouth to everybody. <laughs> Crime is so bad in my city right now. And I think to myself when I see these crazy people walking around, what what would Robin, how Sam, could you do that? You'd be mugged I, in five seconds. Somebody would punch you in the face in five seconds. What if I came over? I'm like, Sam. Let's go outside right now and just catch wreck <laughs> with everybody on the street. You're like, what the fuck? Why would you even want to do that? Like, how miserable and violent and just insane do you have to be Does to run on the street bit? and just fucking go nuts on people? No, I don't believe it was a bit at all. And I'll tell you why. Because but I know she I'm clearly it sounds like a bit like that does. is a yeah. radio bit, but it's yeah. not. That was her real life. <laughs> I, oh, I, I don't mean, think I it mean, was a bit. I, I think, I, think it it, I imagine it was actually more like, OK, I need you to come out with me. I'm going to I have to fucking rant. So she go outside the building. <laughs> Stand there, maybe smoke a cigarette and start screaming. And all of a sudden people are walking by and like, what are you looking at? You fucking cunt. Keep walking. You know, and that that's the way it would be. It wouldn't be like she'd be seeking out homeless people to just roast. You know, when I go to Bill's games and say we're playing the opposing team and you get a few (laughs) people that are there and you're standing around a tsunami of red, white and blue and Bill's and Bill's mafia. And you're going to be the 
asshole smoking outside of a bar saying, fuck Josh Allen, fuck the Bills, fuck. You're going to get knocked out. You're asking to get knocked out. Listen, going on the street and screaming at random people is what... (laughs) homeless people do and like actual crazy people do that we're talking we're talking early early 90s new york this wasn't the cleaned up gentrified gentrified new york a hundred percent that's right good for you i'm not finished there must be something about him that irritates the heck out of you there's nothing. He's the perfect man. No. I'm still in the honeymoon stage, I guess. But everything he does right now is so sweet. Although my mother always says the little things you thought were so cute end up being really annoying. But so far, there's. Okay. Right there is an indicator. She's using her mother to couch this point in. But I'm telling you. This is her saying, I'm annoyed by something, but I'm going to frame it in a way that's putting this on my mom and kind of foreshadowing that I'm going to be annoyed by certain things. I'm not going to state it in the article now. Everything's perfect. Everything's great. We're all perfect. Nobody has an asshole. Everything's awesome. You know, we're perfect. I'm in my floofy, fluffy lingerie moo-moos. He starves me. It's okay. I love being starved. But my mother said this point that tells me there's some foreshadowing and some obvious knowledge that she's so hella annoyed by something he does. Yep, maybe or no. maybe she's like, I need to make this halfway believable. I know there will no. be problems in the future, but there's none now. Everything's great. I don't care that he's a fucking weirdo wig wearing dude. I don't yeah. care. That's right. One thing. Mm. Not even the fact that he has to get up at the crack of dawn. No, I'm on his schedule. That's right. People are amazed by that. We go to bed between eight and nine every night, and I'm up at five with him. I get up and leave when he does, and I go to my apartment and I start my day. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, because at this point they're not shacked. They're supposedly not shacked up, but they are. And she lives five minutes away doing catalog modeling uh, yeah, with, periodically. Yeah, with, ce- with the ceiling that's co- collapsing, according to him. Yeah, okay. You'll let uh, her go back. <laughs> fucking crazy. So <laughs> she's saying, I'm on his schedule. Yeah. Well, if you're a career model for real, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be on his schedule. No. Nope. Do you think Kendall Jenner is like saying no to New York Fashion Week or Paris or whatever. This is lunacy. Lunacy. It's a nice schedule. Please. That's the way we get to see each other. <laughs> Wayne, you're on the air. Wayne. Yeah. You're on the you're on the air. Hey Howard, man, I gotta tell you. Not only does she have a bad personality, she was What? What? She looks terrible in the magazine. I mean, you talk about John oh, McCain. Please. You know, they should put her in a cage and poke them six at her. Oh, you need to get the magazine. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did your... <laughs> he should stick her in animal. a cage. Family reacted when they, you told them you were dating the king of all media. My mother was appalled. 
mother hung up the phone on her. <laughs> she did? Yeah. Oh, my God. She said God. to her mother, I've met the most amazing man, and you're not going to believe who it is. Then I told her, and she was mortified. But <laughs> her, that was before she met him. Her mother's like, Tony Curtis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, wait a minute. So, he... I really know that she said this about her mom hanging up the phone, whatever. I think that actually did happen. And because she just said, my mother always said the little things that you find annoying. I think that they had a conversation about him and she probably presented to her mother. These things bother me about him. Like there's a little things there. There's a few things. And so she probably said to Beth, you know, the things that really annoy you, they're, they're going to really bother you going forward if you don't address it now. She loves him now. Yeah, a lot of moms have a bad reaction to me. <laughs> Are there disadvantages to going out with someone as famous as he is? I hate sharing him. That's the hardest part about being with a celebrity of his status. When we walk down the street, it's not just a normal walk. Nothing is normal. That presup that, that implies that she's possessive of him, and that makes it, that lends more credence to your theory, uh, Bob, that he wrote it, or mm -hmm. he had yeah. it written out because that's how he would. That's how he would be. I don't want he your would time. Want that. I don't want your time occupied with these other people. I know I can't like this more recently, those Instagram fucking interrogation videos, uh, which we're going to make a series out of at one point, but we're not going to be stupid enough to put it on fucking YouTube. Um, the, uh, the whole narrative, the whole narrative, yeah, well, the whole narrative of, you know, she like she's this attached him but meanwhile she spent how many years like going to these fashion parties and leaving him and he'd, he'd go like, well, I'm going out, you know. But but Fillmore, add this dimension, like we said yeah. about the gay angle. Yep. You are with Ralph, okay? Beth has always said she loves when Ralph's around, that they're like two girlfriends right. hanging out and mocking Howard for his little quips. Yep. So don't you think this is also a little dig at Ralph, too, saying she's so possessive of me. She doesn't want to share me. Like, don't you think there's some sort of little quasi message to him kind of saying like look at i have this going on maybe i mean like as, as bob has said many many a time uh medic communication and i think if the right people are reading the article and even ralph like even if he's not uh, learned he's not trained in this in you know in psychology he can read between the lines when he reads certain things and know that this is meant for me this is meant for so-and-so because if they have each other's ear and we know they do. He does that. Um, that th that's the one outlet Howard can go to where it's always going to be kept in confidence, as far as we know. Because Ralph, the amount of stuff he knows, more stuff would have come out. Because I used to think Ralph would easily sell a story to the Inquirer for a couple grand if he thought uh, he could I get away with it. But I think that they've been in this long-term tit-for-tat relationship, and I think they both do these things where they try to make each other jealous, whether it be Ralph did it with Sam Simon. Could and be. now you see in this article, oh, he uh, he doesn't like me spending time with anybody else. Well, who's the only person Howard spends time with? Do you guys know anybody else he spends time with? No. Well, this is the thing. Do grifters, grifting on the same person, have an appreciation for the other grifters' Game, game or do they get or do they feel like 
you're horning in on my action. Mm-hmm. And Nick, in this case, no. I take Ralph goes. I take care of his sexual needs. Uh, Beth takes care of Grandpa walking down the stairs or walking off a st- sidewalk. So we're 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 perfectly suited. We're just yeah. They're like uh, Marcy sister Turk, wives. Marcy Turk is a work thing. They're like sister I, wives. Yeah, I think Bob? this is just what Howard wants to hear. She wants me. She needs me. She's possessive of me. Either that. Or she knows that he's a total fucking beta and he's her bitch. And I've seen him get possessive over that before. Like women that are manipulating guys like that. Mm-hmm. But well, I think this, it, again, is just what Howard wants to hear. Because remember that uh, game or whatever, we, we did the one thing and he's like so if i were to have a threesome with somebody who would it be or whatever she's like angelina jolie he's like why the fuck would you say her don't you (laughs) want me to be with an ugly girl so i don't because he in his mind he needs to believe she wants me she doesn't want anybody else talking to me she doesn't like it's 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 fucking illusion shit to me and even more so because if you contrast this dynamic to allison where he was like, let me do my own thing. Don't ask me about anything. Don't tell me, you know, I'm not going to tell you. And she was dismissive too. Like, I don't care anymore either. She didn't give a fuck. So so you you compare that relationship and seeing how he was like acted towards her. And now he's kind of saying the opposite, saying, I like that you're possessive. I like that you are right. putting this picture out. Yeah. So that doesn't. So that's another weird thing. Yep. And I I'm hate it run, when hey, people. Oh, sorry. What's that? I, I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say you need a break, or should we yeah. stop it because we have ten minutes left, and I don't think we can get through that. There's no way we're going to. We can do it. I don't know. I don't know what your guys' time limitations are. I, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay. Go. Yeah. Go ahead the then, Bob. Sure. <laughs> God, <laughs> I think I said Sam said Sam said something like, yeah, "What did you say? Um, uh, what if I took Mia out <laughs> and started screaming at people? <laughs> I said, take Rick along and start tasering people that go after you <laughs> as you're screaming at them." My God, that that Robin stuff. I'm listening to some of the intern things that they're talking about, like the uh, no, not interns, but assistants. Assistance is the key word. Uh, personal assistance, and there's some section of the the wrap up show. God bless the wrap up show, where they're saying the in, the assistants often didn't know what to do because Robin wouldn't instruct them. Then she'd get pissed off because they couldn't figure out what to do. Yeah, she's like King Charles with the pen yeah. on the desk and like shooing her. She's like, what? I'm supposed to move this? Um, you you guys you said in the one Kayla episode I wrote to you about this mm-hmm. that there was this episode where it was like all of a sudden Robin's assistant wasn't there anymore so that got got me in my head thinking let's do an episode about all of Robin's missing assistants and intern abuse that's well, a good idea oh wait 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 I want to say something uh, to to add to that, th- there's a guy that calls in that was with a driving service. Yeah, that yeah. Was oh, he that cover, yeah. She I goes, she's one. like, what what company are you with? He's like, oh, I don't know, Buter like, Buter car. She goes, oh yeah, like she knows, oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, I, I cut up on those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I it abused a couple total... of those. She's like, she didn't even fight it. She's like, oh yeah, I fucked a couple of those guys up. That was it another was to- funny part in it. 
She was so guilty. She might as well have been Prince Andrew in that whole interview where she was saying he was saying he doesn't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Goes, this, oh, like, yeah. Uh, I know you guys. Uh, I fucked you dudes up. I'm a man. total fucking nightmare. <laughs> that that was amazing because Howard would have denied that to the fucking cows came home. They're different, oh. man. She's she's sociopathic. That chick. Watch the show. They know him. See, they ladies, don't know him at all. I'm such a great guy. It's very hard <laughs> yeah. to date me because you're gonna have to share me with the world. <laughs> Talking, selling. He's not even embarrassed or denying it. Hey, hey, did anybody see JFK Jr. do something like this? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a great line coming up, man. Yeah, a great line. Yeah. About yeah. the advantages <laughs> of dating a Howard Stern. The single best thing about going out with Howard is that we get courtside seats to the next one. Yeah, we love it. Damn. First of all, he asked, what's the best thing about dating a Howard Stern? Yeah. Like it's a, like it's a type, a category. And well, yeah. the best thing is getting courtside seats. This is like an, a one-off episode of Sex in the City. You know yeah. how they always had like that one episode where, you know, it's the guy who's got the two small penis or the guy with the big penis it's or, like uh, you know, the too short guy or whatever the case was, you know, the cork. The guy that's that all about one-off. jazz. Everything's jazz oriented. Right. It's a one-off episode. That's what this sounds like. This is the guy with the courtside seats. Well, she, he said, okay, let's see if I got this right. Because uh, uh, everybody get your Valentine match cards ready and and, and jot this down. Um, he, <laughs> Dear Beth, I love you because you're tall. Dear Howard, I love you because we get courtside Knicks tickets. I mean, <laughs> this is your And you're perfect. Story. And <laughs> you're a comedian and an actor. I think Chevy's Chevy's toast was perfectly appropriate. <laughs> Honestly, it was an improvement. <laughs> yeah, and it was a little more accurate. It was closer to life. A guy fucking Howard in the ass instead of and giving him herpes. Yeah, I yeah. totally a- anal yeah. herpes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. By the way, she says she was misquoted on that because they said to her, "What what are some of the good things about dating you know Howard Stern?" And uh-huh. she said, "Well, like you know you." No, you don't know. But you don't. Stop. You don't know. You're right. He's upset because they laughed at it, and now he's trying to spin it. Bob, you disagree? Oh, I don't disagree at all. I don't even understand what Howard. What was taken out of context? What would what could possibly be missed? taken out? Of, they said, "Hey, is there anything good about dating this fucking lurk?" <laughs> yeah, we go to a Knicks game here and there. Like, what? What was taken out of context exactly? What could was she? Oh, she was gonna go into the theory of relativity. Right. They took it, it out nebulous. of context. <laughs> the, she was gonna wait. She was gonna wait in. But yeah, they no. You went to a Knicks game. That's the context. There was nothing. Yeah. She wasn't misquoted. She's not fucking like you said, JFK. Like <laughs> JFK Jr. What was, she, yeah. what was she misquoted on, bro? Nothing. She said right. you guys go to game here and there and um, then if you're gonna you, say if you're gonna yeah. save yourself and say they left out this part okay right. just just say you better have something ready to go not this fumpering oh yeah totally 
Do you have any perks dating her? Did you, oh, yeah, we went to a, a Nick game the other night. It wasn't like the good thing about dating me is going to a Nick game. Yeah, stupid. You just repeated what she said. She said yeah. we go to a Nick game every once in a while. You go, well, it was taken out of context. What she said was uh, we go to a Nick game every once in a while. Like, you just repeated what she just allegedly well, said, the, you fucking here, idiot. Here's what happened. He couldn't come up with something, so then he changed the premise and said, no, they asked her something different. So do you think for five seconds any journalist or whatever or editor is going to hear the interview in an audio, right, a tape recording, yep. and then they're going to change the question and she's going to give that answer? Do you think they're going to sign off on that? And Howard wouldn't get infuriated if they actually did that? He would sue them or something. There are also two different strength questions. One of them, say, if you if the question was, what are some of the perks of dating a Howard Stern? That's as, as bland a question as possible. You want to get more personal and you would ask, what's the best thing about dating Howard Stern? It's a better question. It's stronger. It's 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 and it's in line it with sounds... the other questions. Absolutely. It's in line with how it was going with the interview. Right. What are the perks? We know we know what the fucking perks are of dating someone who's massively rich. It's a stupid question. Yeah. What could be taken out of context? We go to the Knicks. Every once in like, I like what to be was seen. taken on. I like to exactly. be photographed. I like to be photographed in my hideous outfits courtside. We go my to the Knicks sometimes and Howard hides behind the seats because he's terrified of black people. But I sit there and I watch the game. Right. And I right. and I, mean, I don't lust after any of the players and wonder not how. Not at all. Yeah, no. exactly. Not at all. No. I haven't asked any of them for their number. Yeah. Invited my, they have this in quotes. Recently, he invited my brothers to come too, and it was the greatest thing, just the highlight of my life. Yeah, we had a, the highlight of your life is bringing your brothers to the Knicks. <laughs> well, they have a weird relationship. Yeah, well, it's going to get into this interview when when she's just saying, "I don't really have friends. I hang, I you know, I growing up, I hung out with my brothers." Wait, and... it also looks. You you watch that slideshow that they put out that got yeah. leaked. On, uh, I guess it was her mom's Facebook page, and it was that feel the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you. Not all pictures Howard took you know, with this washed out, da, da, shitty sepia setting. Summer and then, day. But and it, all those pictures were very creepy. Got, they were extremely creepy. And if guys, we're going to go through it at one point, and that's one that would could be a good Patreon episode where we just go through the shots and then look at like just examine them. And, the, not just the fact that he's a shitty photographer, but there's the emphasis is on the guys and no, the guys well, that, picking up Beth also, and making it look like they're going to have their way with her. Right. Yeah, exactly. It made it look like <laughs> some of those photos were engagement photos. Like if you yeah. didn't know that they were related and you looked at some of the pictures of Beth and her brothers, you would swear to God that that was an announcement of an engagement of somebody. It looked like a cuck threesome photo shoot. Yeah, <laughs> it's like she a cuck. But oh, sorry, let me let me rephrase that. A cuck. What did I say? A cuck threesome incest photo shoot. Yeah, it was like um, a back page ad for Honcho Magazine. Possible tryst. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it would have been it's Screw Magazine with Al Goldstein. Great time. It's oh. also great for getting reservations in restaurants. That's right. I call and I say I need a reservation for two, and they say we're fully booked. 
Then I say, well, I'm actually calling for Howard Stern. This is embarrassing. And they say, yeah. See you. (laughs) You are seriously just. Beth is so stupid that she's talking about basic celeb perks that everybody knows you go to the uh, Emmys, there's a gift tent and you're going to get a bunch of free swag. Everybody knows <laughs> you're the date. You're going to get the free swag. You're going to get you first in line. You're going to have the Birkin bag if it's on a wait list. Like this is what celebrities do. Everybody subconsciously knows this, but they don't talk about it. Well, this it reminds is... me of there's an Elvis story where Joe Esposito, his road manager, was in the suite with him in uh, in Vegas, and Joe called down to front desk and he said, "It's Joe." And then Elvis was in the room playing cards with someone. And he started laughing silently. He goes, "It's Joe, like Big Joe, you know." And then uh, there was a silence, and then the he, 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 he goes, "It's Joe in the suite." And then there's more silence. <laughs> he goes, "It's Joe in the suite with Elvis." Mm. <laughs> but it's. It's like to me, this is such petty bullshit. Yeah. Of right. all the answers you could give, like I could get in a restaurant and I could go to a Knicks. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can do that. Like, but, why, why aren't you saying like it's just nice to be able to live comfortably or it's nice. You're like, I can get restaurant reservations. This is just such shallow, shallow shit. He, it's such he, shallow shit. But here's the, what this interview sounds like to me. Okay. Say, for example, I fucked Howard and went out with him twice. And then I gave an interview to a magazine, like, to give gossip. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing you would say. Oh, we got into a restaurant right away. We sat yeah. courtside for the Knicks. And then I never talked to him again. This is the kind of interview you give to, like, gossip magazines yeah. To yeah. give your give yourself a boost in right. profile. Like, this mouth- isn't somebody you date. This isn't somebody long term that you date no. that gives this You're kind right. of interview. Hell no. It's an article from yeah, Mouthy Hooker Monthly. You know, right? Mouthy Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like it, and the Lila and the Lila interview is not much different. Oh, we had Nobu delivered. You know, it was all the trappings. It really wasn't about. Uh, we talked about, you know, we talked a little bit about the kids, you know, it was a very, yeah, but she didn't, she, she didn't she, low key it. She, she wasn't bragging about it. She's like, no, yeah, she wasn't this little yeah. mask move where he got Nobu. Like, I haven't seen that before. I know that move. Like, right. Beth is actually into it because Beth has never probably experienced shit like this. Of course this, not. You know? She's like, she's Lila's but, had that a billion times. This is like, Beth's first time having yep. this treatment. But this kind of interview you would give if, for example, you were like, you know, the guy that Ashton Kutcher slept with in that hot tub that broke up the relationship with Demi Moore or the interview that the stripper who originally broke up Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez gave. This is that type of interview where you your clout and your brag comes from not being with them, but telling on the experience that you had yeah, for the short amount of time you're this isn't shallow. a girlfriend this is not a girlfriend interview the other thing you're is right. blowing blowing holes in their own narrative again if she was a model for 20 years of right. any kind of notoriety <laughs> is this the first time she's getting comp tickets somewhere to go somewhere at like high high end or you know where she's no. getting flown somewhere whatever if you're that model if you're this you no. know no then then you would have done so you know what i mean and That's plus, if you're standard. in Europe, 
if you're in Europe model. Yeah. You date guys like this fucking money. Yeah. Nick's tickets. Are you kidding me? She's had like, she look, she's had a mile of fucking Saudi dick in her mouth and she's seen fucking personalized jets. What do you call golf streams? And, you know, uh, she's been to wherever the fuck on someone else's nickel. If that's the case. Well, as she said, she, she modeled in Europe. So if you live in Europe, too, you have for all those years that she's sane and did all these jobs and was a successful model that paid her own way. OK, and spoke yeah. different languages. She would have a different understanding of what is tactful and what is interesting in a relationship. There's a cultural shift that happens, especially when you become more worldly, as she pronounces that she has because she's lived this life, but she's impressed with courtside seats. And fucking, I mean, like that's not what she somebody never, would say. She's never lived this kind of life. You're not saying chick- that if you lived in Europe for six years. I'm sorry. A, yeah. A What's chick the best? Who's lived that is, <laughs> it would not be impressed by that and would not date Howard. <laughs> I, I, I I'm, say. Go ahead. I'm telling you, I'm a nobody. I can get courtside seats to to the Bulls. I know the guy that does the whole music and production, and I could get Nobu delivered. I'm a nobody. <laughs> that means nothing. I keep expecting her to say, uh, "What's the best? Uh, what's the best thing about dating Howard?" Two words, honey: indoor plumbing. <laughs> you know, like he is a water uh, heater. Right. He, he, here's something like Garbage one time. Disposal. In my 20s, when I lived in um, Arizona, I made out with Matt Leinart. He's like a, I don't know, he was a quarterback he was, or something. He was a, yeah, he was. I don't know if he made, I, I, I mean, think he was, was, he was a, a professional. Yeah, he, was a cor- he was a quarterback for the Cardinals, but he was like the, not the the quarterback for the Cardinals. He was like the second string because he was really good in college, but then sucked at the in the NFL, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I would tell my friends this story mm-hmm. because... But I never saw him again. And it's that's the type of story that Beth yeah. is telling. Yeah. Like, I got she's you. Telling I got this, you. She's telling this sort of like what you do the next day when you're, you know, hung over and you call your girlfriend. You're like, you're never going to believe this. I right. got courtside seats made out with Howard Stern. I'm never going to talk to him again. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Right, right. I got you. Hey, man, can I say that? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care what you say. I may do that tonight. They might throw you out when you don't show up with me. Uh, That's really nice, I must say, and I'm really spoiled with it. And he gets so much free food. (laughs) That one made me laugh because that totally busts him. He gets that fucking Nobu shit for free for plugs. A hundred percent. That's what she's talking about. I don't even hear different. You guys said that in that Layla episode, and I go... Yeah, that's definitely a possibility, I thought, but I wasn't 100% sure. I forgot that she said this. This cements mm-hmm. it. It's just, you're, it's the celebrity, you know, they have all the money in the world and they don't have to pay for anything. Their clothes, that's, their that's food. That's the irony. Yeah, they get it's all the so shit that they can sick. afford. And these gift bags from the Academy Awards, which used to include like flat screen TVs and gold and fucking, you know, all spa trips across oh. the world and all this shit. Oh. And like, if, you know. You know, I have a ugh. store out here. If Kanye West plugged my store, he'd never have to spend a penny in there. Like, mm-hmm. because that that it's just that much power. Like, if you put me on his Twitter or, or whatever, he wouldn't spend a cent in my right. shop. Ever. Well, that's 
I understand it, but it's, you know, the unfairness is sickening. Yeah, Yeah, it is. We always feel bad. Jesus. Uh, Artie's getting to See, he doesn't want that out there. He did not want that out there, that he gets fucking comped. Yeah, and he said he, uh, and then Mm. she said, we always feel bad. So that's how you know it's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Nah, I think it was already going, Jesus. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh that, it's fuck. a combo, definitely. I pushed it too far. My <laughs> illusion yeah. got too big. Yeah. I'm so cool. I get free Nobu. Yeah. Know who you're seeing? Yeah. Yeah, I was burned at the cross. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a lot more interesting to people once they find out. I never know what's <laughs> genuine when I'm with him. That's unsettling. But I have grown to accept that I have fun with it. And I do. I'm proud to be his girlfriend. Do people try to knock you out of the way to get to it? Oh, yeah. Women come up to him and completely block me out like I'm not even there. Um, that's oh. bullshit. No women are no. jumping up to him unless they're not hooked again. Other grifters looking for, a, a, you know, a payday. OK, here's what I have to say to that. It depends on the situation. And if people don't know who Beth is, then maybe. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because people are excited fans and he had a huge following back then, especially yep. if you looked at any of those videos of his book signings and stuff. But there's always security around. And if it was laid out to the security, this is my girlfriend. I'm pretty sure they would keep that at bay. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that fucking fairy tale at all. But what did she say? She had- She's having like an identity crisis. She's like, people find me more interesting because I'm people dating. Find, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more dating. intriguing. I'm, basically, she's saying people know who I am now because I'm dating him. Right. Yeah. This is like my platform has been elevated. Yeah, pretty much. We'll be dancing and women come right in front of me and try to, you know, do whatever they want to do with him. <laughs> Where are these two dancing? <laughs> oh, God. Just look at that. Was it the Katie Couric show? Yeah. That's a funny point. The GIF? <laughs> Did you see them? <laughs> <laughs> Beth corkscrewing Sam on the, the view or wherever it is. Dancing. Yeah. That's fucking funny. They're not doing a mamba. <laughs> standing right like Harlem Club. How it always grabs my hand and pulls me in and introduces me as his girlfriend. <laughs> but not for the last three years that we've been dating. Uh, I love Robin's voice. Always introduces me as his girlfriend. I mean, these this sing-songy, taunting tone is getting more pronounced, and it is yep. fucking awesome. Robin, I hate you, but right now, hats off. Yep. Her finest moment. Yep. For sure. Is there anything you can't do together in public? We can't go to any public place without people just yelling and screaming and asking for his autograph. (laughs) This This sounds like complete science fiction. In New York especially, maybe guys are yelling Baba Booey, that kind of shit, but they're not crowding him and they're not fucking rushing him. It's New York. Oh, well, he doesn't leave his place. Uh, Unless Marianne was stalking them. Like, you know, Marianne. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So... The love letter. Well, well. Yeah. Great guy. Did you hear that line? Artie goes, this sounds like a love letter. Yeah, right. Like, he's, like, calling him out. Like, dude, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, this is bullshit. You've gone too far with this. This is a love letter, man. 
it's a love letter <laughs> that to yourself. You, to yourself. A, that you play you're a, a prank on an actor. You play a prank on someone at school, and you say it's from a secret admirer. You know, and you and you write a letter and you put it in their desk and you say, "Signed your secret admirer." That's what, what worse, this what is. It's worse. What if, what if you wrote it for yourself and put it in your own <laughs> desk? What if you your send letter yourself said, flowers? What if your letter said, "Hey, you're a brilliant actor and comedian." You go, "Who the fuck wrote this?" Like, what if you're in grade two and you have it's Valentine's Day and every Valentine in the thing says, "Dear me, I'm so happy to be yeah. Valentine." Signed me. <laughs> He said he grabs her hand and goes, this is my girlfriend. What the fuck are you, 10? He's Jan Brady with George Glass. You know, it's an imaginary. He's a little girl. This is his little girl fantasy, man. Yeah, This is his little. He has so many fantasies. He got beat up in high school. He wasn't beat up. (laughs) No guy that was beat up would have these fantasies about my girlfriend. Oh, we're about to get into the good one. The all-American girl. That's my favorite. Pretty soon. Pretty soon it'll be. I met her at the peach pit. Whatever bullshit. I know. (laughs) 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 Mr. Beldy tried to break us up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lila was Emily Valentine burning down my apartment. <laughs> I hate AC Slater. I'm so fucking laughing. Sam goes, Where the fuck are they dancing? Could you imagine that scene? Where are they dancing? I don't know. It has to be worse than that uh, video with Mick Jagger and uh, fucking David oh, wow, Bowie. David Bowie dancing in the Dude, street. That would be. <laughs> That would be such a weird scene. Maybe closer to uh, Billy Squire, uh, <laughs> Rock Me Tonight. <laughs> Two skeletons cutting yeah. up a rug. Totally. D, the I, the D, the D, the Y. Bill, you're on the air. It's the H, oh the O, the W. Robin, well, the Bill talk. Go ahead, Bill. Robin, please stop. Really, I'm getting sick at my desk right Me too. Now. I don't want anybody reading this. ridiculous. You whipped. It's not even funny. Why am I whipped? I didn't you brought your girlfriend to Vegas. You brought your girlfriend to Vegas. I have a great time with her. To Las Vegas. If, if Stuttering John brought his girlfriend to Las Vegas, he would have been on the air. You would have had him on the air. Ripping him a new a hole. You bring it to Vegas because Stuttering John, when he does his gigs, can do whatever he wants. It's so true. Howard hated anybody that he like. He paid them so little and made them do so much work to the point where they couldn't have personal relationships and successful ones. Like, and then if they did get one, he would do his best to try to you know nuclear yeah. bomb that shit by embarrassing just- them. Yeah, he's straight up a boarding mission now. Oh, this is oh, embarrassing yeah. for me. He's like, all right, these Artie's <laughs> laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> callers calling. Robin's me. laughing. Callers are calling in. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want this red. I don't want this red. Two <laughs> seconds ago, you were just selling us on it, bro. I don't now you don't want it red. I don't remember if it's this caller or another caller who said a picture of you and her looks like a kidnapping. <laughs> it's the next guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you are still with. In his defense, he didn't bring her the whole time. I brought her after the show was over. You, you, you. Uh, three years ago, three years ago, you were saying if this was if this was somebody else. All right, like, I'm a bad dude because I took my girlfriend and banged her in Vegas. Okay, <laughs> that's bad. Mm. You and her looks like a kidnapping. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
does. It's so bad. And honestly, looks... who the fuck would take their girlfriend to Vegas? Who would do that? I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, if you're going with your wife or your girlfriend, it's just you two. It makes perfect sense. But if you're going with a bunch of guys, like I remember um, a, a few years ago, not a few years ago, probably like eight years ago now at this point, man, a little less, me and a bunch of my guy, a bunch of the guys I know that we do comedy, stand up comedy, we went out of country for a gig. And, um, one of them, unfortunately, his now wife, but then girlfriend decided she wanted to tag along and he didn't have any reason to not bring her. And he couldn't violently say like, no, 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 you're not coming. She didn't understand. That's the guy's weekend. Nothing happens. We just we do comedy. We get drunk. And then we, you know, like talk about the fucking gig the next day. And you say what comics do, you know, and um, mm -hmm. we're not comics. I'm not saying I'm surely, but like she didn't understand. That's a guy's trip. That's a guy's that's you're not supposed to go. I, I'll tell you one thing. I've been to Vegas like 12 times. And when I was with the person I was with that I lived in Arizona with. If you're dating someone and I've been there single too, mm -hmm. if you go to Vegas with your boyfriend, you will fight <laughs> and it will be terrible. It's because yeah. you both want to do you both. It's this it's this atmosphere of debauchery yeah. that necessarily isn't conducive to a committed relationship. No offense, but the times that I had the most fun was when I was single with my girlfriends. Not yeah. when I'm It's being, not you know, fun to go with somebody it's else. It's not. It's no. Sin City it for a reason. And even even if you're not going and talking to girls, like I've been there. I had one of my best friends lived there for over 10 years. I know if I was out there gambling the way that I was and my girlfriend was with me, why are you spending that blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, no, this is why you don't come with me out here. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I guess Howard's not going out and having fun that way. Anyway. He's dancing, so, Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's new to me. I'd love to see a video of that, but. Yeah, I guess it's not a big deal for him to bring Beth because he's not having fun anyways. I don't even know why he went there, but it is imagine? a good point. Why the they start playing they start here? playing Jaw Rule and he's like, Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, this, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this article is oh my first God. of all, I'm very youthful looking. <laughs> youthful looking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah come on. Give me a break. Holy On mackerel. Christmas Day, she continues, we were walking down Fifth Avenue to see the tree at Rockefeller Center, thinking it would be a normal walk on Christmas Day. And there was a paparazzi photographer taking our picture. Uh, made people look to see who it was, and they started asking for autographs. We ended up going back home and ordering a movie and Chinese food. Uh, we had high hopes of being outside all day. You know, it's got my Christmas. Couldn't do it. Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> It is a bit. Listen to him. Listen. Why? This is good. This is. Listen to him. Listen it's to a, him. It's a bad thing because, again, this reminds me so much of Hilaria Baldwin. She used to start saying right when she started dating him how the paparazzi was nonstop hounding her. But yet she seemed to always be in positions where she was putting herself in front of cameras. Yeah, yeah. they love that shit. Doing yoga poses in the middle of Midtown. So <laughs> it's this is what I'm telling you. He's not, not embarrassed. He's no, going, why not. is this bad? Why is this bad? This is good. <laughs> You're so fucking stupid, dude. I'm not you fucking realize. Ralph. 
Look at this woman. <laughs> Caitlin and I did that, the Ed Bradley thing, where he was like, we were looking around, and we was like, maybe we got to make a walkthrough for the, maybe we got to make a walk-by for the paparazzi. Maybe we should Dude, do this. <laughs> what? That well, do you remember? thing is so good, man. Yeah, well, we're going to be finishing wondered, hopefully the second part of this week. I wondered if they if we got special tickets or that. What? There's a new <laughs> different entrance. Let's <laughs> go to a funeral. Go ahead, Sam. It's it's hideous. It's so hideous. It shows exactly it's... who they are as people. They're horrible. Both people. of them. Bro, do you, yeah. What do you let? Yeah, let me get you box seats. Dude. This <laughs> <is> <laughs> so give you in the balcony. You get a hot dog and a beer. Do you want to be behind the <laughs> casket or in front of it? Yeah, here's a program. Who's the opening act tonight? <laughs> yeah, <for it. laughs> when's the intermission? The <laughs> There's bouncers there. <laughs> Keep it private. This is ridiculous. If this was any other celebrity and they had this article, you'd be oh, forget it. You'd be all over their tail. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, well, that's true. Involved. You know, he's got a point. He's got a point there. there. All right. I, I got to read this article. We would jump all over this if we were somebody else. All right, oh, but totally. so go ahead, jump on me. Has being involved with the soup with a superstar, superstar. I didn't write that. Opinion of uh... why are you saying? No one asked you if you wrote it. You just yeah. said I didn't write that. Why are you telling on yourself, dude? You're yep. telling on yourself. Totally. Superstar. <laughs> Are you Super Mary star. Catherine Gallagher? <laughs> <laughs> so what great. Kind of life that is. Yeah, the whole celebrity thing is really hard for me. Oh. <laughs> when I'm out with Howard, I feel that people are seeing all my faults. I think that's very insecure. I'm very insecure. So if someone's staring at me, I think they're thinking I'm fat or that Howard could do so much better. So that's a very honest thing to say. Ah, <laughs> like no, listen to him. Listen to him. Sell it. I guess we got our answer. Why she has a soup bowl in the middle of her neck between her chest. Right now. <laughs> it's a dog bowl. <laughs> it is the large soup at Panera Bread. Yeah. It's unbelievable how emaciated she looks. And now we got our answer. It's because she's a fucking neurotic mess and he makes yeah. her feel this way. And Absolutely. the the whole thing about her height and that's the thing he loves. That's the thing I love most about her. I guarantee you her height was an insecurity for her, too. Probably. Yeah. And well, look, how many times do we do we said in that one we have in that one show where he goes, I didn't know. I, I don't know, you know, I was auditioning, you know, I was trying out girls, trying out <laughs> girls, like you're trying on fucking leg warmers to see which one looks best, fucking Coco. And uh, all of a sudden, um, you know, like, the, how did I look with this one? How did she, we didn't look right together. I mean, what does that have to do with anything if you're with somebody? Nothing. No, like, what does you, what you look like have to do with how you get along with that person? In right, terms exactly. of, you know. Exactly. Right. Dude, so, you know, she, just like Tom Cruise never looked right with any woman. So, so I mean, good, uh, <laughs> we're not going to look normal with anybody, man or woman. So. Dude, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. She said I it takes a while to you get used to celebrity culture. Right. OK, I I know Chicago is not New York or L.A., but I tell you this right now. Beth could walk down Michigan <laughs> Avenue. The whole, the whole street. 
No <laughs> one will know who the fuck she is. I promise you. No one will know who she is. And possibly Howard could walk down those streets. Someone posted a photo in the group of his book in Columbia University, and it had been sitting there for so long it was actually sun bleached. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that photo? Like, I, I honestly it. think Howard could walk downtown Chicago. And At no this point. Very At recently. This- very recently, there's a Apollo show where the Pearl Jam played, and it must have been a Sirius XM promo concert um, mm-hmm. because, you know, Gary was there, his son was there, and Robin, they were all next to each other, and maybe Ross Zapin further off, I couldn't quite tell. Um, and they, Eddie addresses, Eddie Vedder ad- addresses Robin from the stage, and, and Ra- Ra- Raven thinks it's like a make-a-wish thing, and Robin doesn't have much longer. And based on some of the pictures I've seen of her, um, yeah, I, I don't think she's got much longer left in her. Um, but mm. that's neither here nor there. The, um, the thing was though, that, um, Christ, now I just, I, my train of thought is just completely, we were, we were talking about, um, Celebrity. notoriety. Yeah, that was a notoriety. So here's the point. He mentions Howard and there's like one audible cheer, like from one person, uh, more than a few boos, but mostly nothing, no yeah. reaction. And this is a Sirius XM gig with mostly Sirius XM people. Right. I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I think Howard Stern could come downtown Chicago and yep. walk around like I, well, I'm not exaggerating. Like, I don't think anybody would approach him. No, I don't he, hear about him. I don't. No one is a fan of his out here. No, I think I, he could walk around freely. Well, I, it doesn't he, it doesn't help that he completely failed in Chicago anyway, Sam. Right. Here's what I think. Beth saying this about, again, we have to take ourselves back to 2002. There was no social media. OK, so everything sure. was in the hands of publicists getting it into print on magazines and gossip rags in the grocery aisle, basically, to get what you wanted to say out. And the Internet had their, you know, web pages, but there wasn't a Perez Hilton back then. And there, it just was different. Yeah. So when you feigned like you don't want to be famous, but you keep trotting yourself out to get photographed. Right. They want to be. They want to be photographed, but they have to pretend like they don't like it and it's such right. a bother to them. And right. here's the other thing. Right. Now when you say that nobody will cheer for them or nobody would care, that's right. And I think that's for most celebrities unless they're super, super famous like a Tom Cruise or I don't An know. influencer. A, no, like a huge deal. Like a somebody yeah. who's almost you know been famous forever or something yeah besides that right right i don't know about that one but besides besides that though it's because social media these celebrities now put themselves out there for our viewing all the time so we don't have when we see them in person nobody really cares that much anymore because we see them every fucking day on our screens and back then you only saw them on 60 minutes uh, Barbara Walters special, right. uh, right. Dateline, whatever the fuck, uh, Larry King. So they, so it was special. So yeah. when you did see them in person, it was more, 
it was different. You would we, you would be excited. Didn't we read a blind from not even a year ago where she, it said she got upset because there were no paparazzi around for some appearance, so she had to call to make sure that they were set this, up to appear somewhere. They were in LA. They were um, opening the Sirius XM studio, even though it That's opened it. way before then. Yeah. And the first night that they were out, not one paparazzi snapped their picture. So yep. the next night, Beth, according to the blind item, called TMZ and the Paps to have them wait out of Craig's, that restaurant, which, by the way, it's like going to the Olive Garden. If you don't want to be photographed, don't go to that restaurant. Like, it's the yeah. chain of paparazzi photograph restaurants. Yep. I've stared at her for a while. I did, never thought she was fat. Did any experience <laughs> with a previous boyfriend prepare you for dealing with this? Oh, no. Howard is the best. He's just so special. Nobody's <laughs> like Howard. I okay, no, she dated a famous celebrity. Yeah, before. she dated a famous guy. He was a guy who was on Broadway, so it was Broadway, a much a lesser experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually telling. Like, you dated a guy on Broadway. I'm not saying that he's gay, but I'm saying... You know that adds more. To the I don't know factor. any Broadway people. <laughs> I never. I, I couldn't name you one Broadway actor. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I mean, it's one. You know, that's a whole other. That's a whole other world. Who impregnated <clears throat> Sarah Jessica Parker for real? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Maybe Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh, who was it? Was it Peter Allen? Was it Liza Minnelli's fiance? Oh. But people came up and asked for his autograph and things like that. Has being rocketed into the, this level of celebrity changed you? I am more aware of what I wear now when I'm walking down the street. Uh, I never really cared about that before. And I'm not one to wear. She's almost 30. This isn't like this sounds this sounds like something I would say when I was 16. Yeah. You are insane if you're saying this. Yeah, definitely teen teen mentality. Shallow. Sure. But then the, the two of them, they are that that age emotional yeah, emotional like IQ. The the thing they have in common is these two fucking dopes are finding fame together. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. We're famous. Let's walk to the the Christmas tree uh, in Times Square. You but, fucking then, losers, the both then, of you, like. They're they're just figuring out fame with each other because they're both such fucking losers. They're like, and, <laughs> I, and I think posers. we should go to the Nick game. Yeah, well, let's go to the Nick game. I I think Spike Lee does that. Like such fucking posers, such losers, both of them. And yeah. then they're both figuring out fashion together. Him in his fifties, <laughs> her close to thirty, are figuring out fashion together with Ralph's help. Yep. <laughs> That's a winning combination. Oh fuck! <laughs> Makeup on a normal day when I'm not working. But and guys, that was winning, not winning. Sorry. But now I am aware that people will be scrutinizing me and may even be hiding in the bushes to take our picture. Mm. In two years, they're going to do the same article, and she's going to be like, "I can't believe I was with Howard. She'll be a star, and she'll be uh, ripping you." Oh, he was so old. He was such a pain. I'm sure she won't say a word. I bet she wishes that now. He yeah. make you jog with him. <laughs> Who do they think you are? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you look, man? Jog? Do you does he's, he make you jog? He's confused. He's like, who do they think you are? And he's like, this is not, I, I don't know. Like, he is taken aback. 
abort, he did abort. Not think this was going to go this way. Well, he wants to make it known that he jogs, like he's yeah. some virile exercising guy. Right. Does he make you jog with him? No, I'm not a terrier. Like he's not coming along with me for my runs, like he a dog. Like, he, when he runs, he looks like those inmates in the film Midnight Express when they're going around that pile and uh, walking like a bunch of hobos. But but even then, guys, why would he? Why Zell Knight? Like <laughs> doing laps in the yard. That's awful. It's so bad, bro. But what? Like he, he's known for sitting on the radio and talking. He's not known for sports. So why are they even asking you? Does he jog with you? That's like saying. Does he take a walk with you? Does he I study? Mean, ch do you play chess with him? I, but it's <laughs> like the fan, weirdest like if a, thing. If a, if a fan did the interview, it could make total sense. But they're not fans. Does he jog with you? He's not a runner. He's not a jogger. He's not in any competitions or marathons or anything. Who cares? Right. Does he go get the mail with you? <laughs> I don't make her do anything. <laughs> you feel charged with me? <laughs> Uh -huh. All right, look, look. Since meeting him, yeah. nobody's interested in this <laughs> article. Uh -oh. It's really funny seeing people's reactions when they see him out running. The other day, these two guys had just oh, passed Howard and were talking about how cool he was. Just as I drew level with them, one guy asks, have you seen his girlfriend? And the other guy goes, no, what's she like? And the first guy says, she's the all-American girl. It was so <laughs> weird to hear people talking about me as if I was, as I was running past them. Howard laughed when I told him. He keeps calling me his all-American girl now. What? <laughs> A fantasy. No one Sam, uses that term. Hey, no one in the last 30 years I, who's used I, that term. Sam, uh, I don't mean to corrupt you. I don't mean to corrupt you here. But Fillmore, uh, 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 in all years of hanging out with guys two guys hanging out in new york city working out have <laughs> ever, ha, has your friend ever turned to you and go she's an all-american she's the all-american girl i've heard a lot of stuff man I used, to, <laughs> I, I used to do tiling in humble park with cubans and puerto rican guys i never heard anyone go Man, that chick is an all-American girl. <laughs> Never. You know, I, no I have has, to... Sam, 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 before you, before you go into it, no guy has ever said that. Never. Ever. This is a fantasy, a weird fantasy. You don't no have guy... to tell me that. I know. The only time I heard oh, American oh. Girls, I'm looking at two dolls right now. They're called American Girl Dolls. That's Tom the Petty only song. time they, they have nobody. A book and that's the only time I've ever heard that expression. Never. Dude, that she's the all American girl. I've never heard that ever. What does that mean? Let's so say, for weird. example, you might hear that from some old fucking 90 year old duffer in Nebraska 30 years ago, but you're certainly not going to hear it from anybody living in New York. No, I, you're not going to hear from anybody ever. That's I, she's the all American. Have you seen Howard Stern's? If you know <laughs> Howard Stern at that time, no. Here's what I will say. So I, I was okay. Listen to this. I was at a restaurant. They have this lounge area 
where they have all these old magazines from the 40s. Yes. Like, okay. And in a bunch of the write-ups about different celebrities, they say All-American Girl. Yeah, well, because it was a type. All-American, there was a type. That was what they were saying, though. So that, to me... But that was from the fucking 1940s. Well, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's, it's, it belongs. It belongs to an era he was born in, like the 50s, yeah. maybe. You're not Don did Draper. You, did you see that girl? She's got great stems. No. <laughs> no one's saying that. No one's saying that. I yeah. mean, this is this is a fantasy. This is made up shit. If I flash you guys, if I flash you guys my ankles, will you be offended? (laughs) Oh, you know what I would do? I'd be like, guys, I'm on a podcast. This chick's so hot. Right. Be like, really? What does she look like? Ah, she looks like the all-American girl. (laughs) I would so. Did you have a fucking stroke? What does that mean? (laughs) Was she raised on promises? (laughs) Yeah. She have a nice ass. What does all-American girl mean? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Golly, that date went smell, swell. Should we be playing that yeah. clip of the dating, like how to and like the, that one from the 50s, the instructional one? Uh, Young man, if you could go we're in for a kiss date, and she pulls away. We're going to date steady. We're going to yeah. be steady. <laughs> yeah. Would you take my pin, my sorority pin? Going steady no. for good. Yeah. This is hey guys, this is the actual everybody, not to be uh sexist. This is the actual conversation between two guys working out in New York. Right. Hey, did you see that did you see that chick that Howard's banging? Yeah, I saw her. She's okay, right? Yeah, she's all right. That's yeah, the she, conversation. Yeah, he'll not, the right. She's the all American. No, it's like, ah, she's like a four. <laughs> She reminds me of a horse I bet on last week. (laughs) She's a Cincinnati six, maybe. Who cares? That's the actual conversation. I hate to corrupt everybody, but that's what actually happened. If all American girl is a horse race, a horse's name in the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Sure. (laughs) That's where that name. That's where that actually applies completely. You're right. Uh, Broken down. Yeah. Broken down elevator is right next to all American girl. They're they're neck and neck. Lucky seven. (laughs) Half a plate of almonds is, is, is firmly in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes constipation <laughs> down the stretch. Uh, could you imagine? Uh, yogurt something? and berries is trailing. Lucky Charms I, is making some headway. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do as an experiment? Next time I'm out with my friends, I'm going to go, hey, man, I'm medical. <laughs> They're going to go, oh, yeah, what's she like? I'm going to go, she, she shits once a month. She's an all-American girl, and, and she I really like courtside. My seats. friends say she likes going, and she likes courtside seats. They'll look at me like I'm a fucking like I morphed into a cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? All-American girl. You might as well fucking change into a butterfly. Yeah. I will morph into a cat in front of them. Does she have nice tits? Like, what does any of this mean? 
Yeah, this uh, is like well, this is like the penthouse letter if it was written for highlights for kids. Yes. <laughs> All it, American girl. I, well, like I, I, I said, it, it I, reminds I, me of this 1940s magazine that I was reading. Yeah. I was reading it. Jake and I were laughing our asses off because it's so misogynistic and oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was just brutal. And, you know, it's like every other ad was like diet pills and um, it's just like, do you not like, you know, sign up for this thing to lose weight? And it's all about women losing weight. <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, here, here, yeah. Here's my. So Sam and I, when you were in Greece, trapped out there, by the way, and we were trying to come up with a show, we were going to do yeah. the baby spice interview. Right. Yeah. The total yeah. fucking. So here, here's th this is why I want to segue and, and then we can get back into it. But Howard's whole thing is like, this is how people really talk. This is what guys really say. And right. you're like, guys don't really say this shit. So Sam, Sam's like sending me this interview and the audio wasn't loud enough. And he's like asking this chick, when did you get your first period? How many guys have you been with? Stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking like. Have you ever been out with your guys and your friends like, dude, that chick is smoking hot? And you're like, yeah, I wonder how many guys she's been with. Who <laughs> <laughs> would ever say that? Well, I know. Can, depending on the girl, you can kind of tell. Um, but generally, the uh, yeah, these are things he again, he doesn't have any human interaction. Uh, and then what is not he a doing? gauge of, what? of hotness. But no, it is with is not a gauge of like how hot she is. Like that's right. She could like, be a yeah, town, she could be a complete shit? pig. Okay, but here, like, oh yeah, her ass is slamming. No one ever goes, Yeah, I wonder how many guys she's with her. When did she get her period? <laughs> okay, she, but in Sam, she got her period, Sam. In <laughs> retrospective, though, in retrospect, we know this, but at the time, how many of us listened to this every day and kind of thought that this was normal? So that was hard being a girl because then guys kind of got this idea that this sort of thing was fine to say to people like you can right. say these crazy things and it's totally fine. Like it it wasn't good for culture. I don't think as a whole. Not at all. Oh, the Stern show was, was I mean? awful. Not at all. Jeez. You know, That's why I'm on I, here. Lo I loved the show and I laughed. But then it also, as a woman listening to it, it makes you self-conscious of things that you don't even realize that you start putting these things in your head. Oh, I have to be like a hundred pounds and I have to, you know, it's just. You, you shouldn't. Back, back, back then, you shouldn't have to explain to your friends when they, when you found someone back then and some, somebody found out you listened to the Howard Stern show. It was almost like a dirty secret. Like you had to defend it somehow and you couldn't. Yeah. And you try your best to go. Yeah, sometimes I like the interviews, whatever. You know, it's just like how it's like Playboy. I like I like some of the interviews. Well, um, I'm younger than you, but I found it that guys thought it was super cool that I listened to it and women right. did not listen to it. Yeah, I didn't know any chicks that listened to it. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> You read it sounds evil. Uh, Robin is putting a little spin on yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> these two guys were talking about me as I went by. I she heard it. Says it. I'm just reading the word. Oh man! <laughs> now he calls me his all-American girl. And then this guy's going, "Hey." 
by your all. I don't call her my all American. I'm girl. just reading what it says. Uh, you what? don't need it. I don't call her that. I just wrote it, guys. Don't go. Don't fucking get on me. Yeah. This fake conversation that never. I mean, yeah. This is like you know the steel dossier. <laughs> this is so fucking fiction. Never happened. Yeah. Never. Oh, girl, where are you? All right, I had I, enough of this article. I, was a B <laughs> I had to study really hard, though, to get a B grade, but I was very popular at school. I was homecoming queen. Howard's horrified that he's dating the homecoming queen. He's so anti all that in school. I wouldn't have been anti. No. Let me be involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly true. <laughs> that's, that's actually honest of him. He. Yep is always the kid that wanted to sit at the cool kids table, the elite table. And now oh, yes. he's with the homecoming queen starving herself to death and shoveling cat shit on Instagram. And he gets to sit with Jimmy Kimmel and fucking, you know, Katie Kirk and Hillary Clinton. So cool. Yep. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you were dating the homecoming queen when you were in high school. It would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I would have been. I, I would have liked everything if I was dating the homecoming queen. Yeah. Did you have lots of boyfriends at school? I always had a boyfriend. Yeah, I had always... serial boyfriends. In fact, this could be the first relationship I've ever had where I didn't have another interest at the same time. Okay. This is the honest to God truth. I have no interest in anyone but him. <laughs> I've never cheated on. I don't cheat on Howard, but everyone else, that's he's special. Yeah. Beep, beep, he, is, he is the only. He is the only man for me. Beep beep. Uh, I, I've never seen anyone hotter. Beep beep. Program like malfunction. And and yeah. listen to this. Listen to this diatribe. So then you say all these frivolous things, and then you go into. This is the most committed I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're supposed to we're supposed to believe after this entire article that you're going to lay that out and we're supposed to take you serious. Dear yep. diary. Yep, pretty much. What do you think of that? Damn. All right. You've been in some small. Uh, are you building up uh, to launching a big movie career? <laughs> I love doing movies, but it's not something I'm actively pursuing. You know what? I'd rather be in a soap. I actually. <laughs> this is right before she does that soap thing. I'd so rather. So he he took that and he they ran with it and they managed to get her in that whatever's all my children or some whatever the fuck it was and I have the clip it's on YouTube but um, horrendous. Yeah, and it's awful. It's the do worst acting you've ever seen. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? Like he's yep. like combative, like he's selling it. What do you think of that? Yeah, we yep. think it's bull. Yeah, she doesn't want to be in movies. She's selling herself short, guys. She wants yes. to be in soaps. <laughs> yeah, who, everybody with ambition says that. You know what? I uh, I met with Jerry Bruckheimer, but you know what? I said fuck that. I'm I'm definitely General Hospital all the way. For yeah. sure. I yeah. need to know what Lucky's doing this week. Ex exactly. I had a soap opera audition last week for Guiding Light. I haven't heard back yet, but I'd love to do a soap. What's wrong with that? So, uh, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is you are talking about your relationship simultaneously promoting yourself as I am out there. I'm a shitty actress, so I definitely won't get in any movies, but <laughs> there's a crappy daytime soap on channel two at 11. I'm your girl. Yeah. If you need defending a, if, it. Yeah, pretty much. You're trying to, you're trying to read it like, 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 like it's like she's retarded or something. I'm, I'd rather do a soap. 
<laughs> you know what? He's been in major movies. Beth missed major her opportunity. Yeah. Beth missed her opportunity to be on like a Real Housewives. If yeah. the Real Housewives was going on while this relationship first started, she would have been the first rookie cast for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. What if the next question was like, hey? If you could just fuck Bruce Willis and be done with this whole thing, like, <laughs> would you? What do you think? Oh, I'd be out of it in the heartbeat. But I'm yeah. stuck. This is the best I can do because I wasn't a real model and I'm not that good looking. So, and I can't really Sylve- act. Sylvester yeah. Stallone decided to divorce My, his wife. <laughs> he I, wants I'm you. Peek at Where a are you soap going? Opera. I'm going to peek at a soap opera, I think. Did you hear that about Stallone? Ba- apparently, he he impregnated one of his daughter's friends, and that's <gasps> why the divorce. Oh God, Shut the it. fuck up. I thought it was over a dog. Wait, no. what? That's the tattoo bullshit that they put out in the press. Like, he had to get, change a tattoo of his wife's face and put the dog on there, and that's because he's going to lose half of what he fucking owes, because she has three kids with him, and they've been together for, got to be, like, 25 years. Shut I up. He impregnated it. one of his... Oh, my God. Yep. I would fucking lose it. And I believe let, the, me this, inj- yeah, go ahead. let me inject you with five times the normal testosterone range <laughs> and keep you there for like 30 years. You're going to do some evil shit 100 yeah. percent like yeah. without a doubt. It yeah. definitely just shows you, though, how... I, I always am fascinated by the fact that people look up to these Hollywood elites and they live such toxic, terrible lives. I mean, at least 70 percent of them do horrible things to their partners, their kids, their careers. I mean, it's nonstop awful behavior. But yet we want to hear what they have to say about this situation going on in the world. Who cares what they have to say? They're terrible people. Yeah. And actually, you just reminded me of one thing. Let me see if I got it here. Hold on. Um, I'm going to have to play this just for the the sake, because we did bring that up. Yeah, Schneider stories. Okay, give me a moment. I'm going to put this together. and then I'm going to run to the bathroom, but I can still hear it. Okay, one sec. (laughs) Yeah, football (laughs) wave. All like um, the riots, the, you know, I think he sort of Steven Seagal. Yeah. And Sagani, you and his douchebag wife. Okay, I'm going to play this because it's a Schneider story about working with Stallone <laughs> and how Stallone cock blocked him in London when they were filming Judge Dredd. <laughs> I forgot story. about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a piece of shit. <laughs> so I'll play this while we're leading into it. Just because we were talking about Stallone real quick, I want to play this story from the Nick and Artie show that Rob Schneider told Artie. <laughs> so it's a pretty good Stallone story, too. And he's good at telling stories. He did the Judge Dredd with Stallone or something. <laughs> you're going to think. Let me try. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so Schneider's, Larry. Schneider's in that. They shot it in London. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it. Actually. So um, they were all at dinner one night. And Stallone's there. There's always like sort of skanky looking. Broads. This is where we need Matt Arise, by the way. Strong middle. So uh, they're all sitting uh, around dude. at a right at a dinner in London, and there's like skanky chicks hanging around. Schneider's like, you know, he thinks he's got a shot at one of these girls, and she's coming on to him. And uh, Stallone, Stallone doesn't have any chick around, which he, he thought was weird. Yeah. At the end of the night, Stallone says, uh, you know, you get some, you know, we got an early call. Thought it was six. Yeah, we we mess around with that broad. She's she's no good. Get rid of her. 
Sandra like, yeah, really? Yeah, really? it's just a gang. But, you know, you don't worry, we'll get better, bro. <laughs> Sandra, really? He goes, yeah. I get up in five hours. What are you doing? So Schneider blows the chick off. He goes up to his room. He gets some ice. He comes back. He sees Stallone, like in the hallway. And uh, Rob goes, uh, trying to make small talk. He goes, listen, Sly, uh, thanks for the advice about that girl. You know, sometimes I get carried away. He goes, yeah, that's right. He goes, uh, you know. <laughs> he goes don't worry about it. He goes, he goes uh, it's a uh, 5 a.m. I'll see you tomorrow. He goes, yeah, whatever. I might be late. Well, you know, sometimes. But you just get there. He goes, why might you be late? He goes, you know, that girl. He goes, yeah, she's in my room right now. Huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. I love that so much. Judge Doom. <laughs> Judge Dredd. I'm sorry. Judge Dredd, I remember that movie. It was so bad. <laughs> he said Schneider was a speed bump to her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you see, he was and, and he was a notorious fucking woman. Like he was just a, hitting it. At, he never stopped. He's been a cheating fuck his entire life. But now, you know, mm-hmm. this this thing you can't quite get away from. So anyway, let's finish this one off, guys. Trust, or do people treat you like you're uh, really dim when they find out you're a model? No, <laughs> but I always feel like I have to validate myself. Originally, I wanted to be a teacher, and I went to college and studied English literature. For one year, or barely a year. <laughs> English literature, have you ever seen her in interviews? Oh, God. She has the vocabulary of... A, a, a 12-year-old. I, I'm looking at my all-American girl doll right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I like to make sure people know that because know that because they do have that idea of a model. It used to bug me, but now I just think, well, I make a nice living. Now, hold on, she's starting. She's she's throwing it out there that she went to college. She's not throwing in that she left after a fucking year, never actually yeah. graduated, and she, she wants people to put it out it. like, oh, I'm a I'm an English lit major. And by the way, the English lit major, your last year is your hardest year by far. So if you're cutting out after two years, that's some gen ed shit and then maybe a couple courses. So shut up. And you're sitting here and you want the best of both worlds. You want the hot prissy model who's dressing up in lingerie, calling you an actor, sitting courtside. And then you also want but I'm dating this very intelligent human being who should be considered serious. You can't have it both ways in this interview. You can't be this way and that way. And they're so stupid for putting Mm -hmm. this out. Yep. And I've experienced a lot. I lived in Greece and in Germany. I can speak other languages. <laughs> and because of my modeling, I've learned a lot. So, okay, so I was now, in here we Greece go. Hold and on. Germany, yeah. and I spent a summer in Saudi Arabia, or maybe a couple. <laughs> a five-year summer in Saudi Arabia. Maybe a yeah. decade. Como estai, so, What? Yeah. <laughs> we, we just gave three languages for you guys. Well, here we go. So did she, if she wrote it, she's an idiot because she's putting herself out there that she speaks these languages. That's not her. I think that's him because he said that's it on the air. Him. We have the audio clip of him going, oh, you know, she speaks fluent French. She orders in French. Yeah. And he goes, blah, 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 blah. 
And I'm like, he's really very impressed. impressed by that. He's very right. impressed by his daughter who, who, who speaks Spanish. She turns him on. <laughs> well, she yeah, because the nanny on. who was Spanish raised them. Of course they speak Spanish. Yeah. You weren't around. <laughs> yeah. Anything wrong with that? No. <laughs> yeah, say. <laughs> Do men try to get it on with you all the time because you're a model and it gives them bragging rights? Well, there's a whole lot of that she's a model, that's cool thing. Men do like it. I get hit on a lot. Being 5'10 with long blonde hair, I'm more obvious to people. Yeah, she I does love, get hit on a lot. I love talking to people, and I enjoy men, so I don't mind guys hitting on me. It's flattering, but when it crosses the line, I'm up front and I say, I'm not interested, mm. I have a boyfriend, but Thank it's you. nice to know you. Right. This sounds like... This sounds like exactly like that propaganda 1950s manners video. Like, yep. what do you do when somebody comes up to you and you're married? You yeah. say, no, thank you, sir. I'm taken. Like, I'm he's like, a, he's like a chick. Like, you know how chicks like guys that have been pre-selected? You know what I mean? Like other chicks like this guy. So I he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, other guys. She gets hit on a lot. Like who cares? Yeah, you well, you obviously like you're thinking like a chick kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it also got- sounds it, it sounds like you know when people are um they're wedded like they what's it called pre-married like they oh, this, bet- they're not betrothed betrothed. It sounds like they're. Yeah, like they're betrothed and they're supposed to be married, but they've never met each other until their wedding day. And they're supposed to to be, yeah, or like, you know, back in the day in the royal family, you know, you have to keep the bloodline. So you're marrying whatever diplomatic thing works for our country and is better for us, but you don't even know this person. It sounds like that. Like it's supposed to be. Does it, Sam, does it it not sound loving to you? (laughs) <laughs> no, that's my point. It sounds like this is all conversations that you're supposed to say yep. if it's not real. He's got to add that one in there to make her seem as if she's desirable to others. Exactly. It's like all about presentation. Like a, she's He's thinking like a chick. That's what I'm saying. Like women like when other women like their guy. It just it's just the way it is like. Why they like that they're well, no, like they like knowing that their guy is desirable. And I don't think that guys really like if I'm with a good looking girl, I know she's good looking. I don't need to know other guys want to hit on her. But like no, Howard doesn't think that way. Oh, yeah. Guys hit on her all the time. No, they don't. The average guy, the average guy or girl gets ripped jeans because they think it looks good, like pre-distressed ripped jeans because they think that style, they like it for whatever reason. Howard, I guarantee when he buys pre-distressed boots, wants people to think that he's been like he's been on his Harley working, you know, yeah. under cars, you know, he's been fucking putting a solid day's work in and these are his footwear of choice. Yeah, right. he loves them so much. He's kept them for forever. That's why that that's what he thinks. It ain't just a fa- it is a fashion thing, but it's more it's it's more subliminal than that. But it's that's a mental sick. thing across the board. It's it's the boots. It's the girl. It's the yeah. job. Yeah. Every, it's the everything. It's, it's the sickest, that's the sickest thing about this whole thing is he wants to be Beth. He wants to be a model. He Absolutely. wants to be homecoming people queen that or whatever. Like home, like 
he like narcissist people with true MPD, they project everything they want on that other person. And then they want to absorb what the other person's accomplishments are by proximity. Yep. So like he wants all these things. He wants to be the pretty girl. He wants to be desirable because he knows he isn't. And this and this whole article is a triangulation of him. So mm-hmm. it's it's a proxy to say something not just about Beth, but to about him. And that's why, obviously, you're right. He obviously had something to do with this because it's a sounding board for all the things and all the boxes he wants to check that make sure we cover this point. I'm hilarious. Yeah. I'm an actor. Um, mm. I'm sensitive. I'm a gentleman. I, can I, I six cats I, at the same time. I have mm-hmm. this. I have this five foot nine woman who gets hit on constantly, but yep. Every, wants yeah. only me. Yeah, yep. she's possessive of me. Yep. Right. Are all your friends models? I don't have any girlfriends who are models. Actually, I don't have any girlfriends at all. That that I'm telling that, you right now that is abnormal. That's a red flag. Absolutely red flag. Yes. First of Sam? all, then how did you meet him? Because you right. just said that you were down in the dumps, most depressing time of your life, and you went to a dinner with a girlfriend who, by the way, later on we find out was a model. So, what do you mean you don't have any other model friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then apparently those people <laughs> broke your nose in an elevator. On a casting call, remember that whole fucking story. I don't remember that. I'll have to. I'll yeah, bring she, that up. she said. She said, "Oh, is it cutthroat modeling?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I was running to a casting call, and the girl shoved me into the elevator, and I, my nose was bleeding." She like, didn't break what? shit. She didn't break shit, and I guarantee, if she made up that story, she heard it from somebody else, and she did what Howard does, and she adopted it. Well, it makes if her sound was, like she has a hard life. Right. If she was Bianca Jade at that time, she might have got punched in the face. Because those stripper <laughs> girls will cut up, and They'll beat a chick up bad. Yeah, no maybe. shit. Cardi B just got uh, found guilty for hiring, paying $5,000 to beat up two strippers who slept with her husband. I heard. I read about that. That was funny. <laughs> no, she doesn't have a lot of girlfriends. Even growing up, I had only one girlfriend. I was always friends with my brothers and with their friends. I feel more comfortable with men. I always have. That's the story. There you Especially go. when I'm on top of them. That's the yeah. story. Fucking I don't have girlfriends. She can manipulate guys. Like that. See, this this is the one part where someone can make an argument to me about Beth. It's like. Right. She's manipulative and she's predatory. She's preyed on guys before. Yep. She knows how to manipulate guys. Other chicks that hang out with her. Sam, you can verify this for me right now. Chicks know when other chicks are manipulative. Totally. They yes, they do. They know we- that. And they don't want to hang around those girls. No. That's I, a red I- flag for other women. They don't like there- that type of stuff. There was this girl who used to hang out in our girl like group and I smelled social climber all on her, just yeah. everything about her. Mm-hmm. And I she did something shady with one of my friend's boyfriends and then she was still coming around and I just lost it. And I was like, you're a fucking social climber. 
I see right through you. I don't want to be near you. I don't Mm -hmm. trust you. I don't think you're, I think you're hanging out with our group of friends because of whatever, whatever you think you're going to get from it. You're not coming around this. Let me interject for a second. Whenever I hear about a chick who's like, I can't hang out with other girls. I only get along with guys. That's the first thing I think about is, okay, so other chicks have recognized certain patterns in you that they don't That's right. like. That's and right. And you're able to fuck with guys' heads and manipulate guys. And that's why you don't have girlfriends, probably. Not and all do the you, time, but probably. And do you notice, like, people, for example, Meghan Markle had no friends in her wedding. She had mm-hmm. celebrities. But That's she right. had no friends. Hilaria Baldwin has no girlfriends. Yep, from- they, they, they smelled it on her. And also, they, she doesn't want competition. She doesn't need company for this. She needs to be a solo act for the grift to work. But it's just bizarre that all of her, like, I read that Tom Bauer book, that whatever. And it just shows every decision in her life about girls were based on a transaction, yep. kind of like men. Right. But. Right. You know, there's no women in their lives, these people. And Beth is so when she says this, she's right. She is right. She doesn't have girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't doubt it at all. Yep. I don't doubt it for a second. It doesn't okay. help that she's fucking annoying as shit. So that 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 in itself would be a problem. So but sure. but the other thing is don't think guys 100%. are guys have their own kind of sense of especially when you get older. Like at the age I'm at now, I can walk into a, a bar and I can ten, I can take 60 seconds of listening to just about any girl and figure out exactly what they're about. You don't even need yeah. that. And like, obviously, sometimes it's very obvious. But obviously, when you talk to people, you get a sense of their confidence level. You get a sense of yeah. were they were they raised right? They got daddy issues up the wazoo. Are they, you know, like clingy? Are they needy? Are they all about themselves? Do they care? And it's how you see them interact with other people where the real yeah. stuff comes out. And that's what I and my wife and I are very good observations. We're observationalists of people, we're observers of people where that's where you figure out the real stuff. And so you do. It's, it's all about your gut and your gut almost always never lies. If you feel something's wrong, you're probably right. You are. And yeah. you and when you just see it in black and white print like that, that whole mm-hmm. interview reading that, that is the biggest red flag i've ever seen mm-hmm. well, dude, let me ask let me ask both of you guys do you see now after listening to it what i was saying before in that i believe howard wanted that red and that he maybe had a part in the answers and that it did not go the way that he thought it was gonna go i'll i'll say that i believe he wanted it in print and he wanted other people to read it, but he did not want Robin to read it on the air. That's what I'm okay. going to say. The same exact thing. I'm changing my opinion and saying exactly what Fillmore said. I think that he wanted it in black and white and that it looked good on paper. He didn't have anybody else read it to him and not in that tone of voice. <laughs> he did not okay, want it mocked. But, but he, was, he thought it was going well until Artie started laughing at him. That's right. And, and Robin, Robin started cutting up and going, yeah. bro, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, that's when everything started going downhill. Because he was right. like, yeah, it's, 
don't you guys hear this? Isn't this a good thing? Like, yeah, Howard, it's a good thing. It's a little too good. Same. That's our problem. Sam, you go get yeah. your hair done somewhere, and then you ask your mother, and she gives a little. She says, "Oh, it's nice," and then you go to a friend, and she goes, "Oh, well, you changed your hair. Well, that's interesting. These are words that are not compliments in this context, no. and you that's know it exactly immediately, right. and it would bother you because you think, "Well, I was stupid. I chose wrong. I should have thought better. I liked it. I don't know. I still like it." Or then, then you think, "Are you forcing yourself to like it because you've made the choice?" Okay, so then I'm also going to say for the Chevy Chase thing. Yeah. I'm I'm going to rethink how I said this. The Chevy Chase thing, he initially thought it was good, right? Well, he, Until, well, he said he he said he thought it was funny. He said he thought it was funny. Until somebody else <laughs> told said him. it back to <laughs> him in a way yeah. that nailed it. And there was no humor. It was just crass and rude. So I think when Robin read that back to him, it sounds stupid, flaky, superficial and disingenuous. And there's no other way to look at it. Yes. And guys, for those of you who are new to the channel and new to the uh, podcast, welcome, first of all. But um, you'll find that Chevy Chase coverage in one of the earlier episodes, episodes, episodes of Patreon uh, with me and Sam. We covered it. It took about an hour. And it's um, it's excellent. It's a really, really good. It's as close as we'll get to what really happened and what was really said. That's so. because I'm a comic, an actor. I'm brilliant <laughs> and funny. I oh, don't yeah. shit. And, and you don't have girlfriends. I like courtside seats. Um, actually, if I could interject, I don't shit. I'm an astronaut. Um, <laughs> I'm a comedian, actor, musician, biologist, songwriter, biologist, um, <laughs> Sherpa guide. I do virology on the side. Titan of industry as in regards to insurance. Yeah. Um, I'm saving I'm, the planet. Yeah. I'm a yeah. master chef. I'm a sous chef, and I'm just a general burger chef. So that's who I am, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry if I left anything out. I if I, if I, I apologize to all the. I mean, I'm just human, right? I'm just human, guys. Like I'm a normal guy. I, yeah. You know everyone what? Everyone loves me. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a, <laughs> said he's the perfect man. Bob's the all-American guy. I am the all-American man. Come I'll give you a perfect. I'll give you a perfect example. Johnny Carson had Joan Rivers on. They were talking about Christy Brinkley, and oh, he that, called her joke. the all-American girl. And she said, "What do you?" She said. Uh, what she, something about he, he he said something like D- don't all guys uh, are you talking about the punchline where he goes uh, don't isn't you, that I think guys are more intro- interested in brains or whatever yeah and, and he Joan goes nobody goes, reaches up a girl's skirt and looks for a library card <laughs> Jones says that. Ah, yeah it's ah, <laughs> a great joke and it's That's such a really good and it bursts the bubble of this facade yeah. that this yeah. is what you think about when you look at Christy Brinkley the all American girl who's so smart no. You're thinking about fucking her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're looking at yeah, what does she look I, like next to you when you walk into a restaurant, like Howard said many and many a time. Yep. Guys, yeah. I, I've worked. Uh, I, I did tiling when I was younger. 
I've been out with a lot of guys. I have never heard one dude go, <laughs> and I've heard it all. I've heard it all. <laughs> yeah, and I mostly mostly had, crash ship. I've never had a guy turn to me, and I yeah, I work with Cuban guys, Puerto Rican guys, like. I never had a guy turn to me and go, that's the all-American girl. Never. Never happened. Yeah. Ever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen to the way, the way she said actually in the last quote. She went, actually. Wow. Boy, I wish Mr. X would do Playgirl. <laughs> so I could read yeah, the Yeah, we article. know you do. American man. <laughs> He's the all-American man. Well, we I thought the interview was sweet. Uh, <laughs> I thought it. Uh, of course you did, bro. You wrote the whole fucking thing, man. And you're not going to see Mr. X's hog. So calm no, down. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> the last bit, guys, it's a 30-second clip. It's Beth pissed at Robin for reaching FHM article in a goofy way, according to Howard. Hey, listen, um, you know, that reading uh, Robin did about that in that magazine that your girlfriend broke did you no justice at all. She sounded like she was reading a child's story. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, my my girlfriend heard that, said, why does Robin hate me so much? Oh, that was the report around the office, by the way, oh, too. My that's what everyone was saying around the office yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Robin was ragging on her. I said, listen, that's the way we do things on the show, but right. but she was. I would have done that with no. any article like that. Robin is jealous, Howard. Okay, jealous. Fine. I've never be happy. done that before. I'm happy. Okay, so that's the end of that. But uh, I don't believe uh, Beth. I don't believe Beth said anything like that. I think that's all, Howard. Go ahead. I. That caller is right, though. You know when. Uh, I, I don't know, like somebody comes in to read a story to kids mm -hmm. and it's like, good night, moon, good night, room, <laughs> yeah. good night. You know, it's it's yeah. it's that's exactly the tone of voice. Like she was reading to a group of children. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> one, one thing that got skipped over when Robin goes back in after re, uh, reading the FHM, she goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, in reality, let's talk about some news. Do you know what I'm talking about? She's like, yeah, she, she, okay, she in the real world, it. let's yeah, get exactly. back to like your total fucking phony, dude. Yeah. Right. It was, it's like Mr. Rogers when they, you know, take the trolley to the puppetville or whatever the fuck, you know, and then it's like, oh yeah, let's go. Okay. Can we get back to the real set? <laughs> with the guy in the sweater. See, see, this is what I'm telling you guys. Like, I really thought I, I think Howard really thought he was going to fucking kill, man. Like, <laughs> I think he thought I, I got this interview, man. I'm going to cut up tomorrow. Everybody's going to think I'm the man. Finally. And he's, the, he's he that kid in Million Dollar Baby, the, the kind of uh, slow kid who gets beaten up by the one guy sparring. And then Morgan Freeman <laughs> knocks out the kid with the one hit one glove because he thinks he can fight. He wants to train. He wants to. You don't realize you, you right. don't you don't belong here. Like you're not part of this world. Don't think you are. And, that's and this is not how in, in you reality. go about it. Yeah. <laughs> part of part of the problem we're talking about woke wokeness is like. Guys, welcome to the real world where, you know, a lot of times things don't go your fucking way and you're never you're not the ideal looking. And most people there, they don't think that this is the way, um, you know, this most guys don't think like this. Most girls don't think like this. And, you know, it's it's um, when you mess with reality, you can cause yourself some mental problems. Absolutely. You have to deal Jesus. with things on a real level. 
He's a greedy prick. This is what I'm saying. He's he's so greedy with his illusion. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have some basis. Like yes. And and you were right when you said Allison when that marriage was over. You know that was his anchor to reality because yes he had to deal with a real marriage. Yes he had to deal with real children and a schedule that included them the second he got rid of that he just became more untethered to reality and he started building this illusion and trying to sell it as reality guys i think we've done for the rest of this show this is a two-parter for certain bob thanks for hanging so much and sam of course you know it's a long one but thank you this was a long session but it was definitely worth it any closing thoughts (laughs) (laughs) or delusions (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go take out my lingerie now and parade around and, you know, be tall and proud (laughs) for your man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know, master chef, NBA player, um, comedian. Why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, Master songwriter, missing member of tool. You're the Bob. You're the Bob of all trades. (laughs) The Bob of all trades. I have my hand in everything. <laughs> Chicago You're Swiss Army knife. Bob the life builder. Exactly. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. Stay safe. We love you. Take care. Later, guys. Bye. Pasta He's a phony Italian, Paul. Who's a phony Italian? I'm not believing that. Sure, you understand Sicilia? I'm no viewer. No, I'm not going 